Teen was plotting mass school shooting, police say. A Maryland high school student is expected to face charges after a journal with a detailed plan for a mass shooting at her school was found in her home. In addition to a shotgun and bomb-making materials, authorities said. On March 23rd, the father of the suspect, Nicole Severio, 18, told officials at Catoctin High School in Thurmont, Maryland, about a potential threat of violence toward the school. The Frederick County Sheriff's Office said, and his daughter was immediately removed from the classroom and turned over to investigators. Authorities searched Severio's home where they found a shotgun with ammunition and bomb-making materials to include pipes with end caps, shrapnel, fireworks, magnesium tape, and fuse material, the Sheriff's Office said today. Authorities also say they found a journal that clearly planned out a mass shooting, Frederick County Sheriff Charles Jenkins said at a news conference this afternoon. The journal, which listed the suspect's school and a date in April, had a timeline in her expectations for each stage, the sheriff's office said. The diary's first entry was December 16, 2016, Jenkins said. Officials said the journal showed Severio had been planning for some time and had been compiling intelligence on behavior activities of the school. Noting emergency procedures associated with drills conducted by school staff and obtaining intelligence on the school resource deputy, the sheriff's office said. It shocks the conscience to see that someone of that age could be thinking like this, Jenkins said. There was never a weapon or explosive device on school property, authorities said, and the materials were never combined into an explosive device. Jenkins said all the items Severio bought were legal. Authorities said no one else was involved or knew of the alleged plot. According to the diary, Severio planned to die from the attack, officials said. When Severio was removed from the school on March 23rd, it appeared that she posed a threat to herself and she was taken to the hospital where she remains today the sheriff's office said the sheriff's office said she was struggling with mental health issues she's an honor student she's white she grew up in suburbia nice home on the corner lot concerned citizens who were so concerned about her mental health if that was someone black they would be a thug, a criminal. Why wasn't she called a terrorist? Maybe she does have mental health issues. What I'm focused on is how the media slants things and uses key words that most often get by us. The whole school was so ready to help and, and to be understanding. But in another case, the story would have been slanted different. So this is what I'm trying to make everybody see. You know, we need to care for our kids, yes. We need to raise them up, but we need to be connected to them so we know where they're at mentally. Back in the day, we had more hands-on dealings with our children. 
They had to feel some sense of accountability when they sat at the dinner table in the evening after we came home from work and after they came home from school. We had situations where the teachers knew the parents and the parents knew the teachers. We also knew who the beat cops were, the regular police officers. We had more communication and we understood because we had community. Now we don't have that anymore, especially in the black neighborhoods, which we really don't have community anymore. And it's easy to have slander passed over on us en masse in the media. And while I'm not just blaming the media, because so many of us are so happy and so glad when we have a microphone stuck up under our nose or a camera shoved right into our face to coon and act out and live down to the expectations of those who only have dealings with us on their television sets and on these jobs. But once we go home, we understand how we feel about each other. And for the most part, many of us on the black side know that we are not criminals and thugs for the most part. But when you see a young white girl who can think up something like this and plan out doing it, still, she has mental health issues. And again, I wouldn't doubt that. She doesn't even look like she's got it all right in the head. And I'll, I'll grant her and give her a little uh, a more leeway. What teenager does in this day and age? You know, back in the day growing up, you know, once we hit our teens, we had our insecurities. We, we had things that we were struggling with, how we looked, how we were accepted by our peers. And we things that now seem so far in the distant past, but they were major to us then. But we would never think of. Gathering bomb making material and guns and weaponry to go shoot up a school because of our insecurities, which in this case is deemed a mental illness. So where do we draw the line? My thing is, we don't have that connectedness anymore. And every time I talk about a story, I always try to find an angle on it. Mrs. Skurve and I earlier today, we were speaking about uh, children in different classes. And we're not talking about schools. We're talking about classes in society. More so rich kids versus the blue collar kids, not versus like it's a battle, but the differences that we have in our households on mass in general, because there's always an exception to the rule. So Mrs. Skurve told me how there are situations in her life that she observed that there were some affluent kids who didn't look right in the head. They didn't look well. They didn't look like they were nourished properly on many levels, not just the physical. Socially, many of them are social misfits. Many of their parents have so much money that they think that money is the answer. Well, you know, if you look like you're not well, well, let me buy you another laptop. Let me buy you another car. Let me buy you another gadget. Let me send you on a trip. You'll be all right. But the needs of children haven't changed. Society has. What do you think about that, Mrs. Skurve? I think with a, a lot of these kids that I have, have observed that, um, yeah, their parents have a lot of money. But for me, it's, it's when you have your kids, not because you have a lot of money or whatever, but, you know, I think we should give our kids them more love. They need more love. And... Um, 
it's really hard that you have all this money and these kids are not really eating properly. They are, I see a lot of these kids that their parents have money. I mean, see them, you know, looking at them. And I'm saying something is wrong with these kids. They look really malnourished. And, you know, you look on a person like blue collar um, parent and say that these kids are not getting um, enough nourishment in their food or whatever and stuff like that. They have not been taken care of well. But I've seen these kids myself and I look at them and I, you know, you... <laughs> You can see it. And something is really, really wrong, you know, and we have to be so careful, not because you have a lot of money. You know, you, that's not all to life. You have to be so careful. You know, you have these kids, you brought them in the world and you have all this money. You don't really, I, I think the problem is they don't have time for these kids because they're doing so many different things and they really don't care about the kids. The kids that never get enough love. They are not, you, you are not the parent that stay home and make sure you have a good meal with your kid. Stay in that kitchen and cook something nice for your kid, prepare something, you know, that you and them enjoy together and see to it that they are getting the proper nutrition. And um, because of all these things and these kids are by themselves, they, they have so much time on their end to do all these stupidness because they don't go outside with their friends and have good time with their kids. It's all about the television, all the phones, the, the, the computers, and all these gadgets that they have. They, that's not how it should be. Um, these kids shouldn't even have all these things. And if these kids rebel and say all this, if you go out and you buy more stuff, give these kids, and they get more rotten. You know, so they, you don't know what's going on, you know. Because they're doing all these things behind our back and we don't even know. We don't check their rooms to see what they're doing. When they leave for school, you make sure you check to see everything. This father was good to check um, his daughter's um, diary to see what was going on. It was good that he did that. So some disaster did happen, you know. But you really have to pay more attention to these kids. It's not about just... Having these kids, you know, you have money and you believe you can have these kids, you push them out, whether you're poor, you're rich, whatever, and you push out these kids and that's all to hit. You know, that's not how it goes, you know. These kids need proper breakfast in the morning, a proper lunch and a proper dinner and, and love in their, you know, they, they need to feel that kind of sense that their parents really love them. It's not about me having all this expensive stuff. A lot of kids don't really want that. That's not what they want. They want love. They want to feel the presence of parents they, they want to feel like they're still on your breast you know and that's why it's good when you have those kids to give them that breast milk so they can be so attached to you they feel that kind of love you know but we are not giving the kids them that kind of love and i and i noticed a lot of these people out there that have a lot of money they don't care about none of those things they don't even breastfeed their kids and they're not caring for them. They don't care about them. They get nannies and whatever to take care of the kids. And the nannies don't even know no better because they don't even know how to prepare a good <laughs> meal for these kids. You're giving them all these sugar and whatever. And mm. The kids they feel like they'll jump off of this and they'll do all kind of stuff to people and whatever. They fight with their, their brothers and sisters, do all kind of stupidness Mood and stuff swings. because you, you're, not, you're not watching them. You don't know what's going on with these kids. It's scary when you have kids, especially when they're young and even when they're getting older. You still have to pay more attention because that, then it gets really serious when they when they're getting older. It's more dangerous. 
So you have to really pay attention to these kids. Whether you send them to private school or you send them to public school, doesn't matter. You have to really pay attention to these kids because you brought them in this world. So we have to pay more attention to these kids. And the thing about it, a lot of us think that we can just throw something on the stove and hurry it up and give it to the kids. Them. It's about proper nutrition. Pop-tarts. You know, you cannot give these kids all this sugar in the morning to go to school and stuff like that. You got to give them food for the brain. Those foods, Those food um, that you we are giving these kids, feeding them, it's not for the brain. You give them something for their brain. Pudding cups. To make them develop, you know, right and... That they, they don't, these kids don't even know how to socialize with their peers out there. They, they are not kids anymore. They don't know nothing about, um, growing up later on. They get older. They don't know how no to, to relate to anyone like what we did. All you know to talk about is the, what you do on social media. That is not important. The important thing for her kids is to let they grow up right and to let they know other kids go outside, ride their bikes, get to know their neighbors and you get to know the neighbors. You as a parent, you need to know your neighbors, the neighbors they need to know you and you know their kids and 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 they that how the parents know your kids also. So you Community. know where where your kids are, is at all times. We have to pay more attention and we got to we gotta take more responsibility in our kids' life because we are a part of it and when once the kids they go out there and do this stupidness, I think we are responsible because we are a part of it. We didn't do our job. Well, you know, one of my biggest concerns in this looking at it from different angles is that this young woman, she had the people concerned about her. The media slanted it one way and, and they were very forgiving in the, the terminologies that they used. And so if she does have a mental illness, my apologies, you know, but it doesn't change how it's treated by the outside world. If this was a young black girl who plotted this, would they have been so forgiving with their jargon with the law enforcement been so forgiving and in their concern, say, well, she has a mental health issue. You know, how would they have treated that if they ran up in a young black girl's house who had a detailed diary to murder, kill and bring mayhem and terror, you see, to a school? Let's just say it was racially motivated if it was a young black girl who felt so much of the oppression and, and, and the treatment by the society and she just wanted to rebel, they would have quickly labeled it as a hate crime. You know, they would have quickly, and no crime was committed now. I'm just saying if it did get carried out, and even before, they would have pretty much buried her, buried her under the jail and thrown away the key. And wouldn't it, She would have had some mental health treatment, but it would have been after she was incarcerated, you see, for having those things, which were illegal. But they would have found one way or a slant to bring the full just you know full justice of the law you know it, that's how they do so with a lot of our young kids who are getting locked up if they got the treatment that this young lady had would they be locked up that's a question but, that i want to know but the thing about it uh, we spoke about this before that um even a lot of our, our our young men that have been um locked up right now a lot of them need help. And do they give them the help? No. They don't give them the help that they need. People it's not about need, help, need sweetheart. Help. It's about keeping them coming back to keep that, no, to, but, to, to keep the prisons full, but to keep them making money. It's about my, It's all about money making mm -hmm. when it comes to us. You know, like, it's, it's money. Because they can make money out of us. They can, 
a lot of times we don't do the things them that they say we have done. You understand? And right. they lock us, lock us up. That's nothing. historic. You understand what I'm saying? It's just about a money making thing, and it's not right. And that's why I I always have to put this in there. What a day when judgment come, and we all have to face that judgment. When we all have to face God. That day when he come and we all have to face it. We all got to have to face it. Whether you are down six foot six or whatever they put you two foot. I don't care. We, you, the dead in, the Bible <laughs> said that the dead in Christ shall rise first. And then when everybody rise up and you all shall be judged and all the wickedness that you have done to people like me, like, uh, man, it's, 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 it's really sad that you really have to put this in there. I'm sorry for this young lady. And I, I understand. I really understand because I've been around a lot of, you know, people a lot of people whether it's black white or whatever i've been around a lot of people i mean close to them and i observe a lot of things for myself and i know in this country a lot of people have have, have mental issues because of the way this country is a lot of these kids been locked up in their house for days and days parents gone nobody there them they will think of all these things all you give them is computer phone and tablets and all the stupidness and crazy food to eat to drive their brain crazy i i understand it you know i really understand it a lot of these kids have mental issues then they give them just drugs you know, yeah and then you go, you're gonna take them and put them in a place and this girl don't need any to they can evaluate her and whatever but she don't need to be put on any drugs this is what messing up our kids. Putting this girl on some drugs to say she's going to get better. That's not going to help her. The parents need to, yes, get her counseling, but the parents need to change our diet completely. She, they need to change our diet completely, and they need to put her on nothing but herbs. Not those stupid meds that they put them on to let they go do stupid things later on. It messed them up for life. It scars them. Yeah. It scars them. It's it's messed up. The other point that I wanted to make, because we're going to wrap this up real soon, but you know, this is overall for everyone, right? It's not a black, white issue on what I'm about to speak on, but it affects us who are highly melanated, right? When we had music back in the day, what did they call it? Soul music, right? We had soul food. Now, soul food, I have to say, I don't really agree with, with the pork and the fried up stuff like that. The the part, part that I want to speak on with soul food is that we prepared our meals with our hands out of love. Mm-hmm. And that may have saved us back in slavery, you know, because eating we that pig. And exactly. Even under and, all of yeah, that pressure, yeah. we didn't do certain things when the oppressor was coming at us. Right. The slave master was coming at us. We had each other. But we abandon that now because we've been integrated into the open society. We feel as though now we're doing better because we can sit on the toilet next to our slave master or his children. But the soul has been sapped out. Life has been taken out of the things that used to give us life. We don't play instruments anymore. We don't have our children touch an instrument, even if they don't if they decide not to pursue it anymore. Expose them to certain things. They don't. They don't get into music anymore. They don't get into artwork anymore. They don't get into expressing themselves and how they feel and whichever way they express themselves. It's okay to express yourself that way because you're getting these insecurities and things out of your system. We don't communicate and share our expressions. The music we listen to is digitally synthesized. 
There's no hand in it anymore. There are no live concerts for young folks like they used to be anymore. You get your laptop, you get a program, you throw together some beats, you you, you make this stupid voice, also slow mo. What, what is that? This sounds like you're high on something. You know? What do they call it? Um, 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 oh, I forgot how they cut and so and so. Something with the music, right? Ch- chopped and screwed. Chopped and screwed. Where they have the voice sounding like somebody who drank down a bottle of NyQuil, a gallon of NyQuil. They're just talking stupid, so and so. And these kids feed off of that. There's no life in that. Nobody sings about love anymore. We're all talking about, you know, the next chick's head game. And if your man's around, I want to smash it. Can you handle this dick? Can you handle my head game? Do you got what it takes? It sounds like a battle. I'm going to blow your back out. I'm going to rock your world. Love making and, and intimacy is not a gentle thing anymore. It's not a loving thing anymore. It's damn near like you're fighting. And the music that we're listening to has no life in it. Listen to the older music, and a lot of you younger folks who are listening to this will agree with me. It's not an age thing. I'm not coming at you, but this thing is a hijacked culture. Yes, it has nothing to do now with the Maryland teen plotting a mass shooting, right? But in a sense, it does. And I'm looking at it from our side. There'll be more things like this happening. But the sad part about it is we're going to be doing this stuff to each other. Because when you lace it with self-hate and you have this disconnectedness, we're already feeling it. We don't have the opportunities in our communities like we used to. We're not talking anymore. We always had an uncle. We always had a neighbor. We always had someone not too far that we knew that we can get a summer job. Now we we, we don't have those resources as much as we did. And the older folks, they're the ones still now into the Facebook and Twitter and YouTube more so, more so than the kids. They're the ones looking to pick up people online and into the secret sex life while their kids are suffering. Grown ass women talking about, well, I need a man. Well, at 55 years old or 50 years old or whatever you are, yes, we all have the need for companionship, but God dog, you got kids you got to raise, and the only thing you can think about is a piece of dick. That's why our kids are going to hell. Okay, parents, we need to take, we need to take heed, and we need to take, we, we really need to take a part in our kids' life. We got to get it together. We got to start sitting down with our kids and make sure the kids are getting straight. You know what? Our kids can do better in school. They can do better at home, and you can show them more love, and so they know how much they are loved, and they can go out there and spread the love around. Peace, people. Make sure to check out the boldest blog at landscurve.com and follow Scurve on Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube under Lance Scurve.